Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. I'm Alex Cruzy. And now we are, wow, I can't even begin to describe where we would be heading here. We are going to the land of misfit shapes. <laughs> and yes, we're, the... we're in one of those virtually reality chambers that you see on, yeah. like, Star Trek or something. Yes, yeah, it very much looks like the box looks like a video effect that they would use when they're transitioning scenes and, like, yeah. the hollow deck <laughs> of Star Trek is taking shape. A bunch of soft blobs but <laughs> uh whatever it is and wherever it comes from we are going to jump into the game number nine or number nine uh if you choose to pronounce it phonetically with no uh, vowels <laughs> yeah because everything uh, people know is that numbers hate vowels <laughs> numbers hate vowels so much number nine uh is a game that came out in 2017 it is a one to four player game it plays in about 20 minutes that's about right Age is 8+. plus. Community says yes, 8+. plus. Exactly. Right on. <laughs> I'm always surprised when community <laughs> agrees, but I, I would agree with that. This is There's some strategy here that is uh, – uh, it's, it's probably the first stage you could start to get a really good handle on it. And uh, the weight is 1.21. Very – this is a pretty light game overall. There is strategy here definitely, but it is a light game to approach and learn. Uh, designed by Peter Wickman and art by Fjord GmbH. <laughs> Um, and published by 999 Games and Abus- Abacus Spiel. Uh, which do you, version do you have? I have Z-Man. Oh, well. <laughs> and also by Z-Man, apparently. Um, but, uh, yes, this is a uh, – I would call this a light game, but it is a – or I, I guess it is a light game, but I wouldn't call this a filler game. But it is definitely an interesting abstract game of of – uh, three-dimensional <laughs> stacking <laughs> but the 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 devil is in the rules and so let's talk about how we actually do this stacking and play this game and then we'll get into our thoughts about it all right this is a pretty simple game it's the rules fit on a single sheet double-sided and it really doesn't even need all that <laughs> uh basically what comes in the game are these uh polyomino pieces each of each piece represents a number from zero to nine and are reasonably shaped in an abstract way uh, like the number itself so the zero looks like a zero one looks like a one the two i mean if if your high looks like a two and the three and the four and so on and so forth they kind of look like the number they they put the a big stylized number on it so you can easily tell what it is but they're all colored in their own fancy way uh but Essentially, they are all the numbers. Uh, and in the box, you have, let's see, it would be eight of every single piece of those numbers so that you can play it with four people because in the game, uh, each number will show up twice. Uh, although there's nothing to stop you from getting another box, I myself uh, have purchased two copies and put all of it into one box so I can play up to eight players. But uh, there is no limit to how many people can play it. It's only how much you want to spend on copies of this game is really the limit <laughs> on the game. Uh, the deck, uh, the game also comes with a deck of cards. There are uh, 20 cards listing all of the numbers twice. So there's two zeros, two ones, two twos, so on and so forth, all the way up to nine. Uh, and what's going to happen is you're going to shuffle that deck, uh, and then over the course of the game, you're going to flip over one card. 
Uh, that card will tell everybody what number piece to grab and add to the uh, a little tableau in front of them. Um, and as I mentioned, they're polyomino pieces, which means they kind of have a little grid-based system on them. Uh, future pieces, when you get them, essentially you're going to add them adjacent to previous pieces or, if you have room for it, on top of previously placed pieces. Now there are uh, some distinct rules to these. Uh, when you place a piece, you can rotate all you want, uh, but you cannot flip it over. Uh, the backs of them, in fact, are completely black to, to indicate to you, no, do not flip them over. Uh, when you place them, again, they must be adjacent. They must be adjacent so that they kind of fit on that grid system that is kind of uh, lightly drawn on top of these pieces. Uh, you cannot place it so they only touch at a corner. Uh, and also when you place on top of another piece, uh, it must do essentially uh, two things. It must be overlapping two other pieces that are below it. Uh, so for example, if you had one piece, if, if say for example you had a four, you couldn't place it directly on top of another four uh, because then it's only on top of one piece. Uh, if, if you place it on top and it places on top of a four and a three, uh, then you're good. And then the other thing is when you place it on top, it must be touching things below it in, in essence to say, if it's kind of overhanging in any sort of fashion, you cannot place it there. So there must be a piece of cardboard below the thing you're putting in every one of those square spot grid spaces that is in there. Uh, it's a lot easier to see if I were to show you, but hopefully you get the idea. There has to be cardboard below every spot on the cardboard you're trying to place. And those are the, the strict rules of what you're trying to do. Now, what you wanna try and do is score the highest amount of points by going through all of the cards in the deck, a la every number twice. Uh, and so you won't know what order things are coming out in, but your score is based off of where you place those numbers on the different levels. Uh, in, in the game, they, they treat that first level that most people would consider that is called level zero and they call it level zero for a very distinct reason because everything on that level will score you no points basically the score is each of the numbers the number value that you have times whatever level it's on so if you have a nine on level zero it is worth zero points because zero times nine is zero if you had a nine on level one it is worth nine points because nine times one is nine if you've got a nine on level Two, because there's nothing stopping you from stacking things on top of stacks other than can you fit it, then that would be two times nine, which is 18 points. If you can get to level three, three times nine, which is 27 points. And if you get to level four or five, it just keeps getting bigger, although it's pretty difficult to get up to those levels because you've got to kind of puzzle piece things in just right. Uh, once you get through the entire 20 card deck, uh, essentially you're going to score your points based on where the numbers are and what levels, and whoever has the highest amount of points wins. Uh, and I believe if there is a tie, tied players share the victory. Uh, they also indicate that you can play the game solo, and your goal is to score as many points as possible. And they <laughs> do not have a, a chart for how well you scored. There's no, oh, if you scored between this many points, you get this like you get this uh, statement of achievement of you're doing great nothing like that <laughs> just do better than last time is all they say uh and that that is the entire game there we go that is it uh yeah that is the entirety of number nine 
it sounds simple and straightforward until you try to stack these devilish pieces with all of their <laughs> gaps and you realize I'm doing terribly. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, this is an interesting one. This is one where if you really like um, abstract shape puzzles with uh, – well, specifically with three-dimensionality, but abstract shape puzzles, you will love this game. Uh, I was – I don't know. I'm, I'm lukewarm on this game. I enjoyed it. It's definitely not my game, I would say. It, it was interesting, and I would definitely play it again. But I am not rushing back to this one. Um, that's not to say I think it's a bad game. It's just I think it's very going to be very, like, binary on – people's take on it uh what's your experience with playing it and introing it to other people i mean i really like this yeah i mainly got it because there was a a game store nearby that was uh unfortunately having a going out of business sale and so i picked up like five or six different games this being one of them and i'm just like all right it's a decent enough game to get uh at a discount and later on i'm just like you know what i really should get another copy because playing it having it limited at four just kind of hurts a little bit and i wanted Mm -hmm. this game because the game is so easy to play at such various amounts of players i wanted more flexibility with it so i got a second copy so now i can play up to eight which is perfect for family gatherings because this is a game that has a really low bar for entry sure there's not a lot of well there's this exception to this rule and there's this most people understand how legos work and this is game is essentially legos that don't lock in together they understand oh i know how this square goes next to this square or i'm trying to limit the amount of blank space that i have on my base so that i have a really good building space for the next level up and they understand all right well this can't over i I know how overhangs work and things like that and oh higher numbers are better to put higher up so people already have an, an initial intuition about what kind of good strategy there are they may have a bad intuition but at least they have an intuition about something to do in the game which i really like it's not that hard to teach which is perfect for for families that aren't great with you know understanding oh yeah yeah you you know this stuff but it's it works really well and i love being able to be like you know what it doesn't matter i don't have to go oh uh how many people are showing up are there eight people in this group are there five people in this group that it it works with pretty much any group size and that's something i really i like that flexibility because i i just had a, a game night uh a few days ago where i'm just like I, I i'm not sure if there's four people showing up and i'm but there might be five people showing up. And trying to pick games like that, it, it really just cuts things like a knife where it's just like, well, I don't know. if uh, These games would be great for four, but they're not that great with five. But these games mm-hmm. would be great with five, but not so much great with four. This game is great at all player counts, except for maybe one, unless you're that type of solo. I'm just not a big solo player when it comes to that. <laughs> but it really has that lovely flexibility. And I kind of like the puzzly aspect of it. I When I play this game, I'm always looking over at the other people, not to be like, I should be doing that, because that, that would be silly. Uh, if we're all playing the same game, why are we playing it? Um, it more of a kind of like, gosh, that was a better move than I did. I really need to step up my game. Or there are times where I'm like, yeah, I'm way ahead. And then like two turns later, I'm like, oh no, I was sorely wrong. I did not see that coming. But uh, it's a, I really enjoy playing it when I am playing it. Yeah, 
Yeah, I can see that. It, it's I, I would if I you were to put this in front of me, like I would have guessed. Oh yeah, Alex would like this game. <laughs> it's definitely a game I assumed you would like for sure. Um, but I I can see that that actually is a good point about playing with larger groups. I could see this being because we played a two player and that was fine. But I could definitely understand how it the the vibe of it gets better with a larger group because there is this. I don't know. It's it's not. Uh, it's an interesting puzzle. It really is interesting. I've never played anything quite like it, and so it's unique in that way. And so, if you're all kind of in this puzzle together, <laughs> trying to solve this thing or place it correctly, and um, uh, that does create a, a fun vibe, I would imagine, because it, it's really interesting. I just don't think this way. <laughs> I find it <laughs> very infuriating, <laughs> and so. Uh, or not very inferior. I find that just I'm just bad at it, and um, but but anyway, yeah. I uh, number nine is is a pretty interesting game. I can see why some people really like it, but I definitely yeah. feel like it's going to be one way or the other. I don't think there's going to be a lot of middle ground on this one. Just just for comparison's sake, since since we are just off of talking of Hive, and you had a mm. similar issue of you just don't think that way. Which one kind of irks you more? Is it number oh, nine this one or for, is it this Hive? one for sure? Hive, I feel like. <laughs> I Hive, I feel like I'm just on the cusp of figuring it out, <laughs> you know, like, like I'm like, I, I just have one of the games that's just going to click. This one is just like, I don't think I will ever be good at <laughs> placing things for the future <laughs> and then not and then being able to play something in the future uh, as it comes down to the comes down the pike and not being like, oh, damn it, there's a gap there. I can't do anything with this area. Yeah. Um, the game really wants you to think ahead into the future of, all right, you know, you could place the seven on level one, or or you could place it on level two and score even more points. But if you place it on level one, you know that the number nine and eight, they still haven't come out of the deck yet. If you can put that there, then the nine would be even better on top. So you really have to think, all right, but what are the what cards coming out of that deck, It based on the order they come out, will change drastically how you're going to build it. Yeah. And uh, that's one of the things I actually like about this game is because it can kind of gives a little bit of a rallying cry with with the whole group because people are just going to be sitting there going, all right, I need that five to come out. That next one better be a five because if that next one's a five, I'm golden. If the next one's a four, I'm ruined. My whole game is ruined. And so, like, people can't help but say exactly what they need. And so everybody has this, like, little thing of, like, oh, okay, if they don't get that, then I can be up there. Oh, but if this comes out, then I have that. And if a zero comes out, I I really don't care about a zero, but I guess guess it's okay. I, I mean, I might be able to use it type of a thing. But it's really interesting to hear people's, like, all right, this is what you're waiting for. And then when it comes out and you're like, no, oh, God, how am I going to work with this? Or it might be one of those things where it's like, I just gave up on that strategy. I I was hoping for a four, but then a zero came out, and I put it where I thought the four would go, and now everything's ruined again. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of my experience. But it, there, are, there, are, there are fun moments in this for sure, and I don't want to make it sound like I don't like this game at all. I It was intriguing, and I, it, it just – Man, it's just definitely not the way I think. <laughs> like, I just feel like I'm trying to like rewrite my brain uh, <laughs> when I'm playing this game in a way. And, um, but anyway, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a middle ground for me. But I don't think this is a bad game. It's a very unique design. I got to say that. Uh, let's see, Peter Peter Wickman's design is is really cool. It 
it's it's presented really well the art is like you were saying it's uh, abstract shapes but the art is uh, or the number is included on each of those shapes so it's very clear which number is um, there so you're not like confusing which number you're grabbing or which number each shape is and so it's presented really well I think the other thing that may be inhibiting me a little bit is that we played it virtually, and I think you made the comment while we were playing is that it's very different experience playing it on the table because then you have a physical thick cardboard pieces, and it's just easier to see um, where your gaps are. So honestly, before I can give a full uh, yay or nay on my own opinion, I should probably play that. And the physical game, because it's definitely designed for that, it seems. Yeah. I, I, if I were to play this again, I really don't know how much I'd want to play it virtually again. It is really hard to tell, like, just from a first glance of, okay, this is what I'm looking at. Th- these are these are the legal placements for everything. Also, it's not that easy to get things placed in all the right spaces. The, the one we were doing had it kind of locked on the half grid, which was really annoying. Uh, but then you'd get it in the right spot, and it would be kind of slightly cattywampus when you put it in there, and so you'd kind of be moving things around, which detracts a little bit from the the vibe. But yeah, it was really hard. There's something about the shadows that just made it a little bit harder to tell. Also, I think the way they colored it, because in the in the actual game, they don't color the sides. It's just like cardboard looking. It's thick, but you can kind of tell. Yeah, there is a distinction between this is the top, this is the side in the virtual one. It's just all colored the same, so it was really hard to tell, even if you were looking slightly askew, what was up and what was just on the same level. So it was a really difficult to tell. So it, it's possible there's a better virtual game out there that does things slightly differently. That would just make it a little bit easier. But, I mean, if I had a choice between virtual and this, it's, it's just going to be way better uh, in the physical form, this game. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, all right, let's talk about um, taking this bad boy out. Uh, number nine is going to be pretty great for taking out. <laughs> it is a game of just being uh, stacking uh, stacking in front of you on the table. And the only thing I can see that might be an issue is that it is cardboard, so you have a slight – you need to be a little careful here if you're taking it out to a bar. I mean – components even cardboard components these days are pretty well sealed and so it's not going to be an issue if you like you get water here and there but definitely if you spill a drink all over the table these have the proclivity to potentially soak some of that up uh and as a game that requires stacking then you want to make sure that they're flat and uh not warped (laughs) all over the place (laughs) to make it even harder to play this game uh, but it's going to lend itself really well to playing the game. So on the table, there are going to be the uh, the I would assume you use the box in the physical game just to organize the pieces. Yep. That and so it's just the box itself is going to be out there, and the box is I don't know like what ten by six by ten, a little bigger. It's like eight, eight by 12. by uh ten. Eight by ten. Um, oh, excuse me. Attacked by a yawn. I didn't even feel like coming. No, oh, yeah. Whenever I get into uh, measurements of box sizes, you tend to yawn. A yeah. Lot. Oh my god. Here I go. Oh boy. Desperate needed needed oxygen desperately. Uh, so you're gonna have that box on the table, and that's just gonna serve as your organizer for the numbers themselves. And then each player is, of course, gonna be building a tableau as the numbers come out. And the numbers gonna be coming out based on a stack of cards that are gonna be on the table somewhere, being flipped over um, uh, as the game as the rounds progress. And that's pretty much it. So in front of you, your tableau is going to be growing in different and odd, weird shapes. But it's not going to be anything huge. It is going to be a bit of a 
you know, uh, it's going to be definitely in uh, space in front of you. So I think this pass this passes the pizza test for sure because you don't need a center tableau and the box just needs to be accessible to everybody. Um, so you could actually do a center meal with this pretty pretty easily, and then everyone has their own little tableau off the side or even in front of them while they're slopping pizza over at the top of it and hopefully not dripping sauce on these pieces. But, um, but yeah, definitely a game you could take out in most situations. And I'm just I was looking through a lot of the pictures on BGG, and it looks like even at conventions, a lot of them are playing this for uh, four player games on like a high top. So even a small table could easily fit this game for four players at least. As you get into the higher player counts, of course, you're going to need some more space. But it is it is a pretty concise, uh, physically ga- uh, physically concise game. So uh, nothing I can think of really that that inhibits it, especially compared to other games that we've reviewed. Yeah. Uh, the vibe of the game. Um, the vibe of the game is my experience that we only played two, but I still thought the vibe was pretty good. I think that I, and it only gets better based on what you were mentioning about larger player counts. That it, you know, you're you're playing against the game itself, but you're all, obviously you're also trying to compete against the other players. But you really are kind of playing against the structure of the game itself. And the only thing, at least for me, that I noticed with other players is I was just kind of keeping track of what your points were and thinking, oh god, okay, I got to start like stacking at different levels here to get some points <laughs> to keep up so i don't fall too far behind but um and and, I, and that was that was uh, i really like that aspect of the game where because otherwise i think you get lost in just the puzzle of finding the perfect uh sh- flat shelf with no gaps and then then i'll then when that's perfect then i'll build out my next perfect level you can't really do that you do have to Oh, excuse me. I'm all I'm all for a source of all weird body functions tonight. It's burping, yawning. My God, you do have to pick up the pace a little, a little bit. You can't just sort of sit in your own world and build the perfect levels as you progress. You have to be like, oh, geez, okay. Well, suddenly they have twenty points and I have nothing, so I should probably score this nine instead of putting it here, which would be perfect for a later round. I don't know what's going to come out and when it's going to come out later, so I need to get some points on the board. So it, it is an interesting balance, and I think that does go to the design of this, um, the, the impressiveness of the design of this, where it's kind of got a built-in, um, I don't know, ti- not timer's not the right word, but a built-in mechanism for spurning you to make certain decisions uh, within the game and and i I thought how how intentional that was i don't know but it definitely works really well to kind of keep you progressing within the structure um let's see uh who it's for who it's not for i think we kind of talked about it but definitely if you like abstract games and especially physical space abstract puzzles this is really going to be up your alley it's very clever it's really interesting the art is great on it it presents really well and um you're 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 going to really love this if you're someone like me and you struggle with some of those games sometimes um it's you're not going to dislike this game at all it's not a bad game by any by any stretch but it might be it might take you a bit to warm up to this game is what i'll say if you're really against those types of games then you're just not going to like this game there's no story here <laughs> this is all abstract puzzles or puzzle building and uh so there's definitely going to be people i think that just don't like it yeah um let's see who it's for is just the inverse of all of what i just said <laughs> <laughs> Hey, anything else you can think to add to that or any thoughts I mean, on that? I mean, basically, if if you're looking for a game that uh, it is 
has an interesting thing, a mechanic about it. This There aren't that many games just like this. I mean, there are plenty of games where you're placing polyominoes. There's, um, tech, Uwe Rosenberg has tons of them. Uh, and there's uh, like Baron Park, things like that. But they all have kind of, you're all staying on the same level. If you wanted to add just a third, a next dimension to that, to be like, all right, make this, Re- it, it's just an interesting way of looking at it. And I really like that. It's very different. It kind of give, breathes a new life into them because all the other ones are very similar of, all right, just squeeze as much in, in into one space as you can. This is very much a, well, don't worry so much about squeezing it all in, but just try and get it so that you can put things on top of other things, which is a really different kind of puzzle, which I really like. So if you're just yeah. looking for something different, because all those other games kind of have that same feel, but you like that polyamino type of vibe, I think this is really going to be something to add to your collection if you if you like that kind of vibe. So I think that is uh, a positive about this game. Also, as I mentioned before, if you're looking for something where you can play a lot of people uh, and you want to kind of diversify what you've got, again, this is as long as you're willing to buy multiple copies, uh, which eh, they're not that expensive, but, you know, it, if if you really want something good for a lot of people, I think this works really well. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, would your mom like it? Not in a million years. <laughs> I feel like... Whoa! Uh, I, <laughs> I just feel like your mom would not be into this game. I mean, I think she'd think it's interesting, but I think she would be annoyed at the restrictions on this in this game. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, why can't I put it over a gate blank space? <laughs> that seems stupid. It's balancing just fine. <laughs> I I think your opinion is slightly tainting your opinion <laughs> of my mom's opinion. Uh, Fair enough. I, I'm going to go with a maybe yes. I'm not 100% yes on this. Okay. And honestly, I'm, if anything, I'm slightly between maybe and maybe yes. So I can, I definitely wow. sense your hesitation on, you know, my mom liking it. But I definitely think she could find some things to enjoy about it. It's definitely, the, the rules are simple easy to do Mm -hmm. there are points where she can kind of like expect things out of the deck she can have like a rallying cry or you know she can yell at the deck to be like no i don't need a two what is wrong with you who shuffled this (laughs) like i can definitely see her getting into it in that respect but Mm -hmm. yeah there are definitely some things where she'd be like i just i can't I can't see the best way to do this. I don't know how to rotate this. I wasn't expecting that. Or she might plan something where it's like, oh, yeah, I can fit that thing there. And then she realized, oh, wait, in order to fit it there, I'd have to flip it over. And then kind of she gets stuck in those positions where it's like, man, I thought I was doing well, but I screwed it up early on type of a thing where it's just like I really didn't – I couldn't visualize it. And so it might be the visualization thing that kind of just hurts her a little bit, but I still think she could find something to enjoy out of it. I think – I, I definitely think she would play this game more than once. If we played it, she would definitely try it again. But I, I'm not 100% that she'd be like, yeah, that's a great game. Right. So I'm going to go maybe yes, but it's probably lower than that. Maybe I'm just hopeful in that. So maybe <laughs> yes, my final decision. Maybe yes. All right. All right. Let's see. Uh, there we did it. There we go. That is number nine, everybody. Um, it definitely, it's definitely worth checking out. I definitely, if you feel like you landed in any of the categories uh, that we mentioned about, you know, who would like this game, it's pretty cool. It is a very unique system. So if that strikes your fancy, definitely check this one out. Uh, I was just going to look, I'm curious what it is on Amazon right now. Uh, number 
nine. Oh yeah, it's on, oh it's even on sale for seventeen forty two. Wow! So there I you mean, go. Yeah, get get two or three copies. Yeah, so that'd be pretty worth it. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost fifty percent off right now. So that's pretty good. So yeah, there we go. A little Christmas stocking stuffer if you can find a big enough stocking. <laughs> but all right, everybody. Um, let's see. Should we try to rhyme nine or should oh nine? That should be easy, right? We should be able to get like. I mean, I feel like 15. that should be easy. All right, we've said this before, and then we both like. Get brain, <laughs> our hey, brains I nailed, empty completely. I nailed it last time. I was you crushed dead it last on. time. Yeah, you did. <laughs> all right, but we've gotten cocky before, and then suddenly we lose <laughs> You've gotten all cocky. senses of. You've got. I tend to underestimate, if anything. <laughs> all right, I've gotten cocky, and <laughs> then somehow we all lose all sense of words and rhyming ability. Um, I'm gonna say. I'm going to say – oh, I'm going to get cocky. I'm going to say – oh, dare I say 15? I'm doing it. I'm saying 15. 15? Yeah. No, I'm definitely going to go lower than that. Uh, I'm <laughs> going to say four. I'm going to go 10. Okay. Slightly more than last time, but not that much more. <laughs> <laughs> Nine. All right. All right. Oh, now I'm thinking of – I'm in my head I'm thinking of all words, but they're all like – I am E words, not I am E words. So what I'm probably way over bit. I don't know. I'm tired. I'm tired today. My body's rebelling against me, apparently. So apparently, um, your body doesn't like it when you say words with no vowels. <laughs> All right, let's kick. Let's kick this bad boy off. See if we can get up to anywhere close to uh, ten plus. All right, I'm gonna. I'll kick it off. Uh, nine. Uh, wine. All right, I'm gonna go line. Mm. Shine. Dine. Uh, divine. Uh, vine. <laughs> uh, spline. Uh, let's see. Pine. Um, let's see. Uh, do we say? Do we say line already? Yes, we did. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, crap. Are we dying already? Oh, come on. Line Five, from... Four, three, two, In one. Ten. Nope. Oh, no! God. God. You ruined it. We only got to eight. <laughs> oh. Why did I think that would be so easy? All right. Can you think of any? I, Am I... I had another one locked and loaded. I had sign. That's S-I-G-N. Oh, so Completely easy. different spelling, but it sounds the same. God, I can't think outside of sign. I can't think of another one. Maybe an I, I and E is harder, or or odds are we're just bad at it. But, <laughs> um, oh man, all right, God, I'm so cocky. I just feel for some reason I felt like 15 were out there. I think I was thinking I am E words in my head. <laughs> anyway, we are terrible rhymers, and uh, thankfully that's not uh, the main part of this podcast. But uh, uh, the talking about and reviewing games is so. You guys can let us know any <laughs> rhymes that we missed, or not any, the multitude of rhymes that we missed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, if you would like to, uh, you can get a hold of us in a couple different ways. Uh, of course, on Twitter and Instagram at Chits and Chat. You can also go to our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com, and scroll down to the Chits and Chat page and fill out our comment form there. We'd love to hear from you. And, uh, yeah, drop us a line. Let us know what we should review next, any games that you'd like to talk about or uh, suggestions about games that we good for taking out. We're always on the lookout for suggestions. So thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you all on the next episode. Bye.